like an intro. I, <laughs> I don't gotta do that, girl. That is your intro. We are we are live. <laughs> so I gotta do that every time. I just want people to know who it is, like off top, so I don't have to say this is bartender. Oh, okay, they know I'm, now. They know okay. now. <laughs> okay. So welcome back to the We Got Dibs podcast. I am bartender, and I will be your moderator for this episode. I have with me Mika. Hey. Hey, girl. Okay. Uh, we have Lotus again back this Good evening. Week. Good evening. And we also have the grandfather of the episode. We have B.E. <laughs> you know what? I'll take that. What it do? <laughs> hey, Grandpa Beezy. <laughs> hey, Poppy. <laughs> My lawn looking nice, so I'm going to need y'all to get up off of it. Okay, I'll see you. All right. All right. We'll let you have that one. <laughs> So, what have y'all been up to? How was your weekend? How was your Easter weekend? How was your week? Your work week was it stressful. What happened? Let me the know. The sun is risen. It was a great Easter weekend. All right. Did y'all just go to church? <laughs> did y'all? Did y'all, okay. some, did y'all have some barbecue? What did you do? So yesterday, and um, I'm, I'm just going to join in because, you know, we are one, um, but we had our daughter's birthday party yesterday. Oh, yeah. Can you believe she turned six on Tuesday, girl? No, I can't. It's insane, y'all. So party was at uh, one of these jump arenas, one of the big name ones. I'm not sure how that works, so I'm not going to necessarily say them, but the initials are... S Z. Um, <laughs> we okay, we want to give us some shine, but yeah. I, don't, I I ain't researched the law behind it. So, you know. Real slide with it. Real slide with it, Lotus. Real yeah. slide. Yeah. So let's talk about it. We had a good time. I was sweating about five minutes into it because clearly your girl was jumping. But the surprising factor was number one, service from the time we got there and checked in to the very end was superb shout out to not having to clean up after the party yes hey. um yes but the pizza they baked their own pizza in-house y'all and they do? Um, it was delectable at least they do it the one near us and it was popping yeah and the crazy thing was we tipped the young lady who was uh, serving us and when i went to go do it they were like, oh, Lord, I need to go back there and work with the parties. <laughs> and, and then a young lady was like, uh, yeah, I need to make sure I get my tip because they be playing around right here. Did y'all know somebody actually tipped her a dollar? Oh. Like trifling. <laughs> trifling people. I mean. I mean, you might as well not give it at that point. Exactly. I mean, she was our sole hostess, but she did that. I mean, yeah, I have nothing but kudos to give to the PG County location. And all right. Miko, yeah. what about you? Well, it ended up being a really busy weekend. So it was my intention to be at Miss uh, B's uh, birthday party. But then while I was gone, my husband, apparently, we had other plans. It's actually one of my coworkers, but it's really his friend. Um, <laughs> went to their kid's birthday party. Or he went to that birthday party. And I was like, okay, fine. And then next thing you know, my dad says, hey, I'm going to come up and paint baby girl's room. I was like, what? That's real um, random. (laughs) Yeah. So my husband took our son to a swim party and I kept my dad company while he uh, painted our daughter's room, which was really nice because it was a surprise for her. 
um, she was gone for spring break. So when she came back, you know, her room had been redone. So. Oh, well, and then now you don't have to do it. So yes. Cheers to that. So busy weekend today. We went to, uh, because we had to pick her up from the airport. We actually were not in church today, but we, um, did listen to church service on the way to picking my daughter up from the airport. And then we went to a carnival, which was a really good time. And I am worn out if you can't hear it in my voice. <laughs> oh, girl, that's awesome. Well, I mean, you did it all this weekend. You had birthday parties, you had a carnival, you had painting. You just you did it all emotional, emotional reunions. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But heads off to you. So, yeah, I, our weekend was not that eventful. My, Oldest had Good Friday off. So all three kids all day on Good Friday. I'm supposed to be reflecting on the death of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I, I said his name a lot that day. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> and shout out to Be Easy. But then we went downtown and had barbecue. Mm, yummy. <clears throat> Real good. Some, some good brisket. Better than Memphis. But yeah. Oh, I you the smell. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna have it tonight <laughs> better than memphis i will say it again <laughs> and then saturday was our easter because our church believes in having family time on like resurrection sunday so we they have like easter service on saturday so we went to that and they had a carnival for the kids they have food trucks it was a lot but mommy had to nurse the baby so we had to leave early but yeah that was pretty much our weekend today we just kind of chilled and hung out so that was my weekend that's an interesting concept i like it though Mm -hmm. it was you know it was nice to just you know relax and get up this morning and just kind of take our time and i got to work out my husband got to work out the kids were playing with their easter baskets it was just very laid back and chill and i loved it every second of it so glad you just explained that because i was really thinking you were superwoman this morning i was like how did she do two miles this morning and then go to church. Thank you for explaining that. I feel a lot better about myself. No, man. <laughs> there wouldn't have been no church. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah, you know, be creating storylines, honey. Jeez. <laughs> so, yes, and we hope everybody, all of our listeners, had a good Easter weekend or a Passover, whatever you celebrate. We hope that you had a wonderful family-filled time. So let's get into these topics. First up on the docket is the Mueller report was released. What was that? Thursday? Thursday morning? I think Thursday so. Morning? I think it was Thursday. Yeah. And then Barr had his press conference shortly thereafter where he lied through his teeth. Okay, mm-hmm. I was just say lie. He did not lie. Yeah, he basically spun it to where it was uh, favorable to certain people uh, mentioned in the report. So... What are y'all's thoughts on it? Mika, you go first. I mean, I've been over this thing. I knew nothing was going to happen. It is interesting to me that, you know, the word got out that when the president saw it, he said, you know, this is the end of my presidency. I'm fine. And I'm like, you know, so (laughs) I I mean, like he said on the campaign trail, he could go and shoot someone in the street. Nobody cares. I'm fatigued from it. There's nothing concrete. So... He and his supporters were vindicated. The end. Well, and that's kind of my, like, when I, I, I'm going to be honest with y'all, I have not read it, and I probably will never read it, because it's like, what, 300 pages, something something ridiculous. Yeah, 300 plus. And even, like, the cliff notes, I'm not reading. So, but um, just reading the the reaction from his supporters, 
it's like they they literally live in like an alternate universe where he does absolutely no wrong none ever in life and i'm like but you do realize that the report said it, it didn't exonerate him it didn't give it one way or the other so i understand why this is a victory for y'all right now but like like you like even you most people aren't going to read it so That's if true. you're going to yeah. take bar's summary oh okay no collusion okay we can't definitively say there was obstruction okay carry on yeah so I, that's that's a very good point. That's true. Be easy. Any thoughts, Lotus? Any thoughts? I'll say this. I think uh, when the president tweeted out "game over," <laughs> I actually think this is just the beginning. Right. I know one of the things they said in the report is that uh, Congress, quote unquote, may apply the obstruction laws to the president's corrupt exercise of the powers of office. Uh, course with our constitutional system of checks and balances and the principle that no person is above the law, unquote. Uh, so, seems like that's Mulder saying, hey, uh, I'm handing the ball over to y'all. Y'all do what y'all do. So, yeah, we'll see how this goes for the next year because I think at some point they're going to stop and allow the election to move forward how it, how it goes. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think we've heard the last about the report. They definitely asked him. I know they want him to come uh, testify before Congress. So this is stay tuned, basically. That's all right. I See, and, that's, and something you said that that was my main takeaway is there's nothing that we have we don't know. There's nothing that we don't know that was in that report. But for me, my main takeaway is now I want Congress to do what our tax dollars pay them to do. I want you to read this report. And if you feel that there's any inkling of doubt or anything, you need to impeachment. You need to start do something because you can't just let this ride. And then secondly, and at the very least, I would hope that it would have the give the GOP a backbone to where, you know, they would at least speak out against him. But again, not so. So, yeah, like you said, stay tuned. And, you know, remember, what's it? They Mueller handed off a bunch of stuff to yeah, uh, yeah southern other states. Real. So again, like you said, this is just the beginning. Yeah, state and federal. So yeah, people yeah. are gonna get sick of hearing m- the name Mueller for the next year. Or so I, I, I trust and believe. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll- <laughs> I mean, at, I, at, at the beginning, of this, I never thought that he would last this long, but here we are, twenty twenty, quickly approaching. Can you believe? But yeah, I can. <sighs> well. Beezy took everything I was going to say, so um, I ain't got nothing there. <laughs> 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 and that's that on that. And that's that on that. Damn. <laughs> well, all right. All right. Moving on to the Notre Dame fire. I, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I have not done any research for this episode, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it ain't, it ain't that much to it. You know, it caught fire and uh, fire. caught fire. Some people pledge some money. Some people were upset about pl- people pledging their money. And uh, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I guess, what it happened in the morning. Was that in the morning or was that in the afternoon it happened? It was, it was like the, the afternoon because yeah. I remember uh, I was, I think I was at work when I heard about it happening. And that's six hours ahead. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, I just, I, when the, I, I have a news app on my phone. So when that alert came through, I was like, Notre Dame on fire. And then I clicked on the link and it showed, you know, the 
the fire going to blaze and all this stuff. And I do. And for me, I think I knew the history behind the Notre Dame Cathedral, but I didn't know it was that old. Like I knew it was old, but I didn't know it was that old. So, yeah. So, the, I mean, and they said they were able to save some of the artifacts and yeah. some of the other, they, they had moved them because of the renovation that was happening. So they were able to save some of the stuff, but with it being such an old building, it just suffered, you know, old building made out of wood. It suffered a lot of destruction. So people, I was glad that it wasn't, what do you call it? Arson or anything. It actually uh, was due to a short circuit. That likely caused the fire. That's what they're saying. So, I mean, bad that it caught fire, but good that it wasn't like somebody intentionally doing something. I don't right. know if I trust that. Really? Got a I'm not typically a conspiracy theorist, right? But I feel like, for one, I feel like Europeans on the whole do not take this terrorism stuff as seriously as we do. Mm. And I, I think it's probably bad for tourists. It's probably bad for a lot of things if that were to happen. But looking at that and then looking at the bombings in Sri Lanka this morning. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, 207 people killed at churches on Easter Sunday. I just, I mean, I, I hope it was just an electrical fire, but I don't know. I don't. It's, it's way too convenient. That makes sense. I mean, not not saying anything, but yes, that it seems convenient that it happened all within the, what, five days, four days time. So, yeah. Nothing surprises me anymore. So, hey, you might be right. You know, like during Holy Week to attack like a big... I don't know. I might be reading too much into it. I might be sleepy. I'm not typically a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I just like, oh, I don't know. The church going up in, um, during Holy Week. Yeah, I don't know. It's a plausible hypothesis. Let's just say that. So we won't put it to the side. But I will say I'm conspiracy theorist one-on-one. And I didn't even think about that until now. Very interesting. Uh, that's the first thing I was looking at when it caught fire. I was really? like... Yeah, I was like, okay, who said this? I wonder, is anybody going to uh, step forward and say they were responsible? But then when they said to short circuit, I was like, I kind of just X the conspiracy out of my head. I was like, okay, that makes sense. But you're right, Mika. I mean, yeah, it, it's all too convenient. So I hope I didn't take us did take us down this cra- <laughs> crazy take us to crazy town. But I was just like, oh no, y'all. <laughs> no, nah, you know what's crazy town are these people who are hating on others who feel bad about the fire. (laughs) And maybe it's because me and Lotus, uh, we've been there, we've seen it, we took pictures. It's like we recognize... We're connected. Right, like emotionally, like we recognize the history behind it. Oh, y'all, did you know? Okay, so the GPS locations and the latitude, longitude, and from in Notre Dame is zero zero. Are you it's serious? Coolest thing, yes. Yeah. So like we took a picture there and put our feet there, and they say if you ever go there, you'll always come back. And so yeah, no, it's cool. But it's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, like people, I, I saw people on the social media uh, talking about. <laughs> you are truly a grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> social I know when I said the social media, I was going to kill me for that. But no, I saw people on social media talking about, oh, well, you know, they can donate money for this fire, but they can't donate money for people in Flint or the the fires in the black churches. And look, I get it. I get it. They're absolutely right. But that's the government. Don't try to make me feel bad because 
I feel some kind of way when Notre Dame caught fire. I feel for the black churches. I feel for Notre Dame. I feel for Flint. I can feel for all of it. That's it. We got enough empathy to feel for the, all of those situations. I don't have to pick and choose. Right. Yeah, but you cannot deny that there is a little bit of a... I feel... Okay, so when I saw them, people making a distinction, to me, I was kind of like... Oh, yeah. It does kind of suck. I mean, but we're not talking about church. I mean, listen, churches are significant. All churches matter. Okay. But (laughs) um, I think that a a 900-year-old institution landmark church is very different than just a church that... Now, those are completely different issues. This is like a... I mean, if you believe that this was just a fluke accident that happened that you know torched the place versus like people coming in and being with hate in them to destroy a church i mean i don't know i just don't i don't think you're comparing apples to apples there apples up yeah but at the same time too i know churches in the south are kind of iconic kind of iconic because that's all we had during slavery so i think that transferred over to modern day so i mean so when people are setting fires to black churches it kind of brings back you know that memory of uh, civil rights, pre-civil rights, those kind of things. So, I mean, I get it, but at the same time, I do agree with people, letting people have their moments to grieve. Letting people have their moments to be like, well, dang, I, I visited there. It's a beautiful building. It basically is like art, in my opinion. Like, it's the architecture, everything. It was gorgeous, but from again, I, I understand both sides. It's my takeaway on that. And then also, too, they raised, who, I forget who the, was it a millionaire billionaire who raised half a billion dollars in 24 hours for the renovations or the repairs on the cathedral and people were saying how it's funny how they can raise that much money in short amount of time but flint still ain't got no water we still have warm hunger. and i get it but it's like that, that maybe that millionaire had a connection to notre dame maybe that millionaire is a racist who don't care about them black churches we don't know that's the thing so i get like how you know, you might feel some kind of way about the government saying they would chip in, but individuals like myself, like Lotus, like, look, I was sad when I heard the news. I was sad about the black churches. So, yeah, <laughs> whatever, man. So do y'all think that this will probably put other churches on high alert, especially given the Sri Lanka thing? Well, there was a, um, a guy on Thursday in New York who was caught with two gallons of gasoline heading to... Um, St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York. Mm. Wow. So now was that personal related to the Catholic Church or was that like on some, you know, I hate Christians and Americans? All right, I'm, I'm just so mad. To be honest, it, it surprised me how easily they skirted over it because I saw some news coverage uh, on it, but I didn't see like multiple days coverage of the, the attempted arson. Yeah, I think I I was gonna say I did I saw that, but then there was nothing that I heard like there's nothing else about it. So yeah, I do. I mean, and if anything, that should prove that churches probably should be on high alert, especially given all the recent events. So, but I will say that I feel like a couple of years ago the same thing happened with black churches, and I think it was more than three. I I think yeah, it was like seven, if I'm not mistaken. Where do you remember where it was? These were all in the south. And it was not too long after the shooting in in Charleston, right? Not too long after that. So I don't. This just might be a coincidence. I don't know, but I think you should always be aware of your surroundings wherever you go, whether it's church, whether it's a movie theater, whether it's a concert. Because unfortunately, 
we've had shootings in all three of those places in the last five years. Mm-hmm. See, and that's so sad because I don't like feeling that way. I don't like going to church and feeling like I have to look over my shoulder or the fact that we have, oh, what's it like, plainclothes policemen? Is that what it's called? I don't know. But they, they're stationed throughout our uh, congregations just in case something does pop off. Right. Wow. Yeah. So, I, I don't, I, again, I'm glad they're there, but I don't like it. So, yeah, we just have to stay vigilant and hope that, I don't know. It stops. <laughs> Something happens differently. Yeah, I mean, it's, what can you say? It's like it happens so often, you don't even know what to say anymore. True. So, yeah, moving on to our next topic. Le Beyonce, Carter, or Knowles Carter, released a whole full entire album, plus yes. a documentary on Netflix. And gave <laughs> some people their whole life. I got my whole life. I got my whole life that morning after. I was not waking up at 3 a.m. to to watch that. But I did watch it very the first thing the next morning. So, yeah, I know all the choreo. Really? Um, Yeah. (laughs) Girl, yeah, I had been waiting for a chance to have a rewind button on that, on Baychella, so I could go back and get get my eight counts together. Which is interesting because of your history would be. Oh, oh, oh. Can we, talk, can we talk about that? Can we talk no, about that? We are not going to talk about that because I am like half a step into the be- into beehive. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let her make it. Maybe if she pisses me off, maybe I'll tell that story. But we are going to let her have a moment. Oh, it's right such now. a good story, but okay. I'm going to keep it moving. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, she's not here to steal this microphone, so I'm going to keep talking. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> so re- reactions to the homecoming special the album anything um i will say i was beaming with rattler pride and hbcu pride watching that uh, as i don't know how many of y'all know but they were you know very it was very rattler heavy in the in the performance a lot of the songs that we play at our games like crucial conflicts hey play mm. the every family game and when i heard that thing oh i was hyped so hype from consultants for the show down to performers it was so famu heavy so i was so proud and it was so just it was just so impressive just the amount of work like i don't know she's got a lot of haters now i don't consider myself in the beehive but like i'm a fan just not to the level of be fighting people on the internet and stuff but yeah uh <laughs> you know <laughs> she did her thing she did her thing she did I, well and that's the thing i for me i used to i could not stand her until Lemonade. When Lemonade came out, I was like, this heifer is not playing with you, me, or anybody else. <laughs> and then I and then I went to the concert and I was like, oh yes, I'm going to stand for right now at this concert. I'm gonna dance in the aisle. I'm a body roll to, to uh, partition. <laughs> I'm doing all the things Beyonce related. But again, like like Mika, I'm not in the beehive quite yet, but I could not wait to watch the documentary. And I thought it was I will agree that it's like some people say it was too long. I will agree that it was too long. And I will agree that it was overhyped for it just being like, it was just basically Baychella with her doing a voiceover. I mean, (laughs) this is what it was, but it was nice to see some of the behind the scenes. Like when she, when the twins came to see her and her face lit up and they started laughing and giggling and kiki. And I was like, Oh, that's so sweet. Especially since we never get to see the twins, but, um, and seeing all the work that she put into it too, was just, I mean, I knew Beyonce was a perfectionist, but to see exactly like how her creative mind works was inspiring to me. So, yes, Lotus, be easy. Y'all, did y'all watch it? 
Ah, uh, no. But right. <laughs> she was like, well, I felt you judging a little bit right there. <laughs> Me? I, I can admit it. I'm judging. Okay. <laughs> but I will say we did watch the original Coachella performance. So, I mean, that's pretty much, what, 85% of the uh, documentary, if I'm not Fair enough. Fair enough. I was going to say, no shade, but yeah, it, 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 that it was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so... And, and by no means am I in the beehive. However, I have friends and college classmates who are members. And I will just say the love is real. These individuals have traveled. And she actually, the person I'm speaking of, actually made the cut on the documentary. documentary. So, Yeah, she was in like the audience. And yeah. You could see her face. Oh, so, um, nice. That was cool. I think that's awesome. I'm so glad that people are so inspired by Beyonce. I can say that I respect her talent, her God-given talent, her honed talent, because, you know, the girl works hard. The woman works hard, let me say that. Her family values, and ultimately, she real. And you can tell when she opened her mouth, she's H-Town. H-Town, <laughs> God. Yeah, so down, uh, I do look forward to seeing it. So <laughs> pull it up tonight. But uh, I'll say this: I didn't like a, like Lotus said. We didn't watch it, but I read a few articles, particularly about the documentary side. And I just want people not to. First of all, kudos to her, everything she did to prepare for the performance. But I want people to know they are not Beyonce. Oh, amen. I want them to get their whole lives and know that when you are having twins, okay. You need to maybe slow it down a little bit. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this the same person who last week was taking up for that man on the Reddit thread? I'm back here shaking my head at this man. No, no, no. No, no, no. This is different. We ain't talking talking about somebody who's uh, at home with a nanny. Wait, wait, wait. Please Uh, don't go down that slippery slope. I'm just stating the facts. The story of last week was this woman was at home with a nanny. Her husband was going in 12-hour days. We're not talking about that. We're talking about somebody who was preparing for a performance of the magnitude of Coachella for months on end while having twins at the same time, while trying to fit into outfits and lose weight and not eat carbs and sugar. And she, like, seriously almost lost her life. And I want women to recognize the power of Beyonce, but also know that you should not try to do that yourself on any level. And I ain't just talking about preparing for a concert. I'm talking about, like, you got to, like, take care of yourself. And even she said she wouldn't do something like that again. So, you know, I'm not just speaking crazy. I mean, be Despite our side eyes. Hey. And, and, and I, don't know, I think it's worth saying to anyone, like, you're not Beyonce, so you should wear pants. I just, I can't tell you the number <laughs> of people I've seen. <laughs> like wow. I was about like a leotard and some tie. It's like no boo, you're not Beyonce, and you need to put on some pants. That's... Wow, boo. <laughs> Listen, agreed. <laughs> because <laughs> I, you know, you see people out in Ivy Park, and I'm like, Ew. I mean, wear what you want, do what you want, but. Listen, just because Beyonce wore it does not mean you need Because Beyonce does not wear pants. She is like Porky Pig out here. Like, if you look at her, like, <laughs> all the most glamorous outfits ever, but she is not wearing bottoms. So she is, she, I, yeah. Well, and then people, uh, somebody, I saw a meme or a tweet that said something like, 
y'all out here talking about getting your life right, but do you want to do the Beyonce diet? It's like, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I am personally doing a whole 30 right now. So outside of eating meat, I, yes, yes, I would do what it takes, but not for, not for a hundred and something days, but definitely for 30. Yeah, I was going to say it's close. I, it's close to that. And my, when I had to go on a total elimination diet while I was nursing my second born, I had a diet close to that. And I was also training for a half marathon and I damn near died. So no, I agree. You're not Beyonce. Don't try and achieve that level of craziness that she did. Just let Beyonce be Beyonce, please. Let her right. have her nannies, her twins. Blue she Ivy. made 8 million in two days. Yeah, she, she, she did that all the way around. Oh, I heard it was more than that. I heard she got a deal with Netflix for sixty million to do three films. This is just the first one. <gasps> what? L- l- listen to him. Listen to him. Hey, she's making that coin. Boy, I you ask all these phrase rations tonight. I ain't mad at her. <laughs> I'm not mad at her either because I'm gonna sit up and watch all three of them, and I'm gonna like release a DVD series of <laughs> so I can go get it. So yeah. Oh so, yeah, check out that soundtrack too. It's bumping. So, Howard was featured in the film numerous times. You know? Okay. Okay. (laughs) You should probably watch it since y'all are diehard fans. So, Beezy, how do you feel knowing that Beyonce ripped HBCU, specifically yours, so hard? Oh, I feel excellent. I feel great. Uh, To piggyback off of what Mika said earlier, HBCUs, fam, Howard were well represented in the film. And, you know, I respect the fact that B said that if it wasn't for her career uh, with Destiny Child kicking off so early, uh, so young in her age, that she would have went to HBCU. I, I respect it. I appreciate it. And I just uh, I, I thank her for continuing that legacy uh, in her performances, not just this one, but we've seen it elsewhere. So I loved it, man. It was great. When I first heard her say that, I wanted to call bullshit. But then I remember where she was from in Houston. Age time. Yes. But uh, she's from, I think, I believe she grew up in Third War, which is very close to TSU. So, I mean, she very well could have gone right up the street to TSU had she not uh, taken off with Destiny's Child. So, hmm. speaking of HBCUs. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Uh, something happened on Howard's campus with involving a dog, uh, gentrification, and no, then, regular day. Yeah, regular day. Brian or Bees, do you want to take the lead on this one? Because I did not read. Yeah, oh, no. I mean, you know, just some FS. I'm not going to curse tonight. Thank you, baby. Yes, the Lord's day. But, but uh, I'll, I'll say it for you. Fuck shit. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Barton. <laughs> Uh, this the day of our resurrected Savior. <laughs> Redemption and resurrection. Listen, and he died for that curse word. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> Easy. Oh, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Yeah, so uh, we have had instances on Howard's campus where people are walking through. And, you know, that's fine because where Howard is located, it's next to a reservoir. And then you have Howard, and then you have like neighborhoods. And so people walk through to get to the reservoir. They walk through to get to the other parts of the neighborhood. And that's fine. A lot of new people have moved in. New air quotes. Yeah, new quotes. <laughs> Cloud colored people. Oh, my Lord, uh, have mercy. So, you, didn't you know, have to go there, though, did you? and so that's fine. But then you have some people with the disrespect of not only walking through with their pets, 
but allowing their pets to use our lovely Mecca capstone campus as a porta potty. So there's a big story about it. And you had a gentleman uh, looking like. Um, Stop. That's <laughs> what you going to say before you say it, bro. <laughs> looking like somebody from Alpha Sons of Anarchy or. Okay, uh, okay, fair enough. Like a wrestler, WWE type dude who said that if they have such a problem with it, why don't they move the campus? Wait a minute. Hold on, sir. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was the most colonizer of colonizer comments possible. Like This this is not up. You cannot attach balloons to an entire campus. (laughs) No. (laughs) Listen, BZ was over taking this out of proportion. I went to a PWI that was a public institution. People had all types of shenanigans walking through. We had this guy guy named Pitt Preacher. He would be on campus all day long pointing at you and say, whore! You know, I mean, he was preaching. I'm sorry, what what would he say? (laughs) He would point at people that he thought were dressed inappropriately and say, whore! Tell them they were going to hell or, you know... Uh, girl, it was, yeah, it, we couldn't do anything because it was a public university. So when he was saying, oh, they walking their dogs through the campus, I was like, oh, he's blowing this out of proportion. But then we saw that news story run. And when the dude said they should move to campus because this is our community, I about lost it, y'all. I mean, the gall of this dude to say this. I mean, granted, he moved in and he's a neighbor, but that. Because how, that, long, how long has Howard been there? 1867. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So before he was even a, 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 a twinkle in his father's eye. Okay. Move on. In his great-grandfather's eye. And his right. grandpappy too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so has Howard uh, said anything? Have they... Uh, the administration there? released a statement uh, basically saying that this is not cool. But honestly, <laughs> that's what they say. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically, and that's why I'm like, y'all need to be a little bit more stronger. Like, there needs to be a rule set in place that says to the neighborhood, like, yes, you can walk through, but if we catch y'all letting y'all dogs urinate, it's going to be problems and repercussions. I don't know legally if they can do that, being that it's located where it is. But something has to be done. And I mean, already the students have like stepped in. And so when they see people walking their dogs, like, you know, they kind of give them the side out and might say a little something slick. I just don't want it to escalate beyond that. And now that the story is receiving the coverage that it is, you know, I just don't want any problems. You know? I just want people to just respect the fact that like the the yard is for not just like, walking through people congregate there people eat lunch there they sit down on the grass like it's like the epicenter of the campus itself it's like where a lot of things go on it's where people they go to chill and hang out and just catch up and it's just a lot of history there and so i just want people to respect that and understand that you moved into this neighborhood and so you need to like understand what you're moving into like this ain't just some Dog part. This is not a dog part, yo. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah, well, and then, like uh, Lotus said, I went to a public university as well. And so my thought was, I mean, we used to have people on campus all the time. Like, we just running all up and through on the Oval. It was just a mess. But I do believe our college had something that said, 
our campus is for faculty, staff, students, and I forget what the other person is, but basically it, it said, uh, don't start none, won't be none. If you, if you are not one of those three categories and you're on campus making noise, we're gonna have to let, ask you to leave. I guess it, maybe Howard should put that in writing. I don't know. And I, on another note, I feel like if you're going to get on Fox 5 DC and decide to ignore a fight with, with everyone, <laughs> uh, with all the black folks in, in the city formerly known as Chocolate City, don't have your Facebook and your Instagram open. Uh, now, right? <laughs> 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 like, Look at like, a hot mess. Nobody told him that he was going to do that and Black Twitter was going to come for him. Like, I, nobody told him. Now, he don't have a Facebook and Instagram no more, but man, while that thing was open. <laughs> girl, oh boy, they should have put a disclaimer on that link, girl. When I saw that link, I was like, wait a minute. This is on the public and open sphere? Wow. <laughs> and I sound old and prudish, and y'all know I'm not old and prudish, but I was like, really, bro? You going to get out here about it, about it, and you're not going to have your page private? No. That is not. Why? About it, about it now. <laughs> Girl. And he should have known as soon as he went on the news to, to set every every account to private. Yeah. But, you know, clearly he's not. Common sense ain't that common. And yeah. he's entitled, so. Yeah, well, you know. lesson learned, okay? See, I, I, I didn't want to say it was racist, but it's pretty racist. <laughs> it's pretty out and, there. And before he shut down his Facebook account, he posted, he said, Wanted to apologize when I misspoke on Fox Five News about dog walking. You ain't misspoke. You ain't misspeak. No, no. Is <laughs> it? They did not inform me what the interview was about. Walking the dog on the yard of HMU. I believed I was walking the dog. I believed it was about walking your dog in the neighborhood. I have been a neighbor of HMU for 15 years. First of all, I had no idea what HMU is. HMU. Okay. You know what? Uh, 15 years there. and believe we all should. <laughs> all should. <laughs> get along and respect each other as neighbors in a community. But my words got twisted and again, I'm very sorry. And then the page was closed down, no Instagram, no Facebook. I don't know where he works, but you know, he might, I mean. Lotus, you know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Them crocodile tears saved them. Dolores, Jesus. Yeah, so hopefully... <sighs> the communities can come together and figure out something. Or maybe just leave Howard alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about that? How about that? Just don't walk your dog through there. Mm-hmm. You can walk around. There are other parks. Like, this is just completely unnecessary. Well, and it's like quintessential gentrification. Like, it, it, if I could make a poster for it, it would be that. It would be this story right here. But here's the thing, y'all. The day that Fox News ran the story, the only person that they saw while they were on campus walking the dog was a student. And I was like, well, shit, man. <laughs> y'all, it was a brother walking this little tiny dog. I was like, oh, look at him. You better be You better do it. So, yes, um, I just thought that the story, number one, it was like running at 6 a.m., 7 a.m. But number two, it was like they tried to reach all of the demographics that they possibly could running this story. So they did a fantastic job. And regardless of whether or not they twisted these words, they got across the points that they wanted to. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Well, well, that about uh, wraps it up for our main topics. Now we're going to move on to our hit it or quit it. 
So y'all can't see this, but Mika is shaking her head very I was like, I forgot to think of something. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I will be going to her last. We're going to start with B's. What's your hit of the quiddit? <laughs> oh, my bad. Who are you starting with? I'm starting with you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> my hit of the quiddit is something that's been on my mind for like the last few weeks. I know Lotus is sick of it. Oh, God. <laughs> and it is this. Yes! You do not own the rights to this music. I'm, I'm just playing a little clip. Just playing a little clip. That's all. I, I'm just going to let the beat drop. That's all. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I'm going to take my horse to the old one, two, three, four, go! I got horses in the back. All right, that's all y'all. Yeah. Okay. Yes, riding on a tractor, lean all in my bladder. Yes, <laughs> let's do that, bartender. That's my that's my ish. So yeah, that's my jam. I agree with that hitter quit it. Uh, Lotus, you. <laughs> well, I mean, how do I follow up to that, y'all? I mean, for real. <laughs> I just want to talk about the fooly wangery that's going on outside, i.e. this pollen. Um, mm, speak on it. Yeah, girl. Like, for real, I'm from North Carolina, so I'm looking at the news articles last week. Like, literally, you could see pollen flow from airplanes. And I'm thinking, man, we showing sure up lucked out up here. Showing sure up. Yeah. No. Wait till this week. My eyes are Sizzling. Do you hear me? This <laughs> in the air. My baby, y'all, the baby asked for eye drops. Her eyes were burning so bad. Aww. And she was on two different type of allergy medications. So, yeah, it was really rainy last week. And that pollen came with fury this week. So, I just want right. to say blessings to all of us folks out here uh, suffering with allergies. And Lord, who have adult onset allergies. Y'all hang in there. Long time sufferers, we are ready, but I'm sure y'all are like, What is going on with my spirit and my nose? But, uh, so, <laughs> okay, do you okay, I'm gonna, now? I'm gonna, you know, y'all family, I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all what I'm going through personally right now. So, my son is four and he has been daytime trained since he was two. But Lord help us, we cannot get this boy to pee in the pot in the night. Like, he just sleeps through, he wakes up, like, everything wet. So I went on Amazon, as we do whenever we have problems that need to be solved in two days or less. <laughs> and <laughs> I went and I found this little alarm. So it clips to his underwear and it has a vibrating sounding alarm so that if he, just a drop of moisture hits, it rings, it vibrates, it's supposed to get him up. So I got to sleep in a room to him tonight. So that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm really tired. I really don't want to share a room with this busy ass, but that's what I'm going to do. That's, <laughs> what, I'm that's what I'm going to do. So that's your, your quit it is for your child to stop peeing and speaking. Yes. Can we quit? Can we quit pull-ups? Can we quit washing laundry every day? Can we just, mm. can we just get up and go to the bathroom, please? Oh, uh, <laughs> we will pray for you. Thank uh, you. My hit it or quit it is a Broward County Sheriff. I believe it was a sheriff and a deputy who slammed a young man's head into the asphalt numerous times and arrested yeah, him that, because he was going to pick up his friend's cell phone that had dropped out of his friend's pocket during an arrest. Now, 
if any of our listeners are in Florida, please contact whoever needs to be contacted. I don't know if it's your local police department. I don't know who you need to contact to get these men fired and off the streets, please. Legal, can I say that? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> get 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 them out of here because there's there's no excuse for you slamming a teenage a young child's head into the asphalt no. not once but twice no excuse. no right that's my my quid it is please stop slamming young children's heads into the asphalt it's not it's not necessary it's not needed so yeah it goes for you parents too yeah the, that just just don't do that just just don't restrain yourselves yeah. or, or at least use some common sense so <laughs> that about wraps up our episode does anybody have anything else to add nope I think that's about it okay so I'm going to go around and let the people tell uh, let, let y'all tell the people where they can find each of you Mika find me at Meekspeak on Instagram and Twitter good lord I'm tired <laughs> on, on the social medias <laughs> on, on the social medias <laughs> Uh, you can find me on the social medias uh, at M-Town Rep uh, 1 on Twitter and M-Town Rep on Instagram. Lotus Flower Bob. Go ahead. Yeah, you better. Girl. <laughs> um, so this is Lotus. Y'all can find me on Instagram at Soulful Life. That is S-O-L-E F-U-L-L L-I-F-E. I hope to see you soon. And you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter. <laughs> and I'm a Texas Buckeye. I am a T-E-X-A-S-B-U-C-K-E-Y-E. And you can find our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We got dibs. Listen, share, and subscribe. And that about wraps it up for this episode. Thank y'all for listening. And we will see you next week. Thank you. Bye.